Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 14 of the Droppe Gaming podcast. You are joined tonight by only Matt and myself because Susie is down in Melbourne having an absolute ball. So we've decided we're going to kick on without her. We're going to have a, a very small, brief podcast this week and we're going to touch on a few of the basic topics. And uh, next week we will be uh, hopefully doing some in-depth reviews of LA Noir and giving you our thoughts on the game. But for now, I am BQ410, Lucas, hello everybody. And my brother Matt is here, like I said. Say good day, Matt. Oh, good day. Yeah, I'm here. There we go. Told you. I wasn't lying. <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded last, so I just want to apologise to all our listeners who've been starving themselves, waiting for the next episode. They're probably <laughs> yeah, dead <I'm> sure. by now. <laughs> Let's so, hope not. Sorry about that. <laughs> So, as I mentioned, we are going to touch on just a couple of things. So, the PS3 is back online. So, we're going to touch on a few of the uh, Welcome Back Pack details that they've been talking about. Uh, There's been a little bit of information leaked about the Modern Warfare 3. And there's also talk about the the EB Expo. And um, there's also some basic information about the Gears of War 3 epic um, edition that's coming uh, on day one of that one so anyway we'll very quickly let you know what we've been playing this week Um, Matt you want to kick that one off alright in episode 13 I talked about Mortal Kombat I've still been playing more of Mortal Kombat because that game kicks ass and um, apart from that I haven't really been playing a lot I bought Lemmings for the PSP for my girlfriend which is a pretty fun game it's the exact same as Lemmings has always been which is fantastic because why would you mess up something that's perfect already true that's right there's no need for it (laughs) and um (laughs) um oh Uncharted Drake's Fortune the original Uncharted I mean kicking back to the classic yeah easy trophies for the most part and And it doesn't it didn't require online play which is nice yeah Actually, a friend of mine asked me at work the other day. He said, uh, "You know, what should we? What, what should I buy? I haven't played anything for a little while. What should I get?" And he's only got a PS3. And I said to him, "Well, you know, seeing you can't play multiplayer at the moment, why don't you give uh, Drake's Fortune a go?" He absolutely loved the second one, um, but I, I don't think he'd uh, never played the first. Yeah, one. he'd never played the first one. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I told him to go and have a crack at that because it was a good game. Yeah, he's like, oh, thanks, man. And then he's walking away going, for fuck's sake, that bastard already knows I finished that game. What the hell? That's right. He's so friggin' selfish. Self-centered. <laughs> Never thinks of anyone except himself. That's me. Shut up. Stop talking over top of me. Oh, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, with myself, um, what have I been playing? Uh, I did... Uh, get to have another little bit of a turn on Mortal Kombat and played through a couple of the uh, the storyline scenes on that one. That was a bit of okay. Where are you up to? Uh, I only got to play as... Um, is it Sonya? Is she the first chick? Um, so, yeah. I yeah, think I it goes... Play as, I think I finished her and then I started as some other dude and then I had to turn it off. Probably Jax. So, no? Probably. I can't remember now. Metal Arms. Was, big black fella. Yes. No. Yep. 
Oh no, he doesn't have metal arms at that point. He yeah. Spoiler alert: he gets metal arms. There you go. (laughs) He gets them. So anyway, I had a bit of a go of that. Um, I have been playing more AFL, but I've actually been watching a few things this week as well. Watched a bit of um, Firefly, which is kind of interesting. If you haven't seen that, that's a a good little show. Um, My wife got her hands on the. The box set of the first season, so we yeah. watched a few of those. Hook and a that brother was kind up. Of fun. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Drake's fortune, our good old mate there, uh, Nathan Fillion, doing the voice for for um, Drake. Is he? So, yeah, Did yeah, he? he's the character that does that. Yeah, and it was kind of weird to to hear his voice in the show, and uh, not be able to control him. Because you, know, you, you look away and there's, you know, it's uh, the same guy in about a hundred different games these days. So. Imagine if anyway. you, um, imagine if you saw him in the street and he started talking to you and you're like, "Why can't I control you? <laughs> jump off that cliff, off you bastard!" <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, so that that's pretty much all we've been playing um, there has been a few other things uh, like of course I, I mentioned in, in the article the other day on the website trying to go through a couple of the um, game book adventures with uh, number 6 just coming out today actually as we record and uh, we do have a competition on the website to give a copy of that away so get into that so yeah that that's pretty much it I guess for what we've been playing and they're all games that we've pretty much mentioned like I said in the start, though, we are, or we should be getting copies of L.A. Noir this week. So, looking forward to that by a great Australian team down there at Bondi. So, anyway, I guess that will pretty much wrap up what we've been playing. And now, for the DBG News. Alright, so as I mentioned before, uh, there's been a couple of things you know, coming out about uh, you know the PSN, now that it's back online and there's a few things being offered by the Sony network. Um, Matt, seeing you've pretty much been running with the PSN story the whole time, let us know a couple of details about what's happening now. Well, it's up, which is lovely, for those of you who were hanging out for it for, what was it, 24 days? Yeah. <laughs> nice little break from the PS3. I hope you all went out and got a suntan and you know read a book. Well, it was pretty good that the uh, you know the PSN went down and America finally got their act together and went and found Osama bin Laden. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, the problem is Osama's PSN went down and then he was like, "Well, what the hell do I do now?" So he went down the street to get a pack of smokes. <laughs> and they nabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, so um. <laughs> Yeah, we all know the story about the PSN went down, bloody bloody blah, blah, accounts breached, etc., etc. So they finally got it back up. They phased it in, which was a good idea because you don't want however many million accounts are active all logging in at the same time. And then people still complained anyway. Good work. Of course. Mm-hmm. So they've got the PSN online for, for online gaming, friends lists, and PlayStation Home for all of you people who are, you know, jonesing for some home action. Oh yes, I need some new blinds. No, you can't buy new blinds because the PSN oh. store is not open yet. <laughs> you can, um, which awesome. sucks actually because for anyone out there who bought um, any games that use online passes, you can't, I don't think you can redeem your online pass, or at least you can't with Mortal Kombat for the American listeners out there. 
um, which nice. sucks. So they bought Mortal Kombat and they have to wait until the store is back online before they can put their code in. I wonder if that's affecting the portal people as well. Now that it's back online, is a cloud backup? I think you just link it with Steam. It might be working. I oh, can't okay. see anything here. Yeah, I don't actually be. have it, so yeah. I should get Portal 2, but whatever. Um, so they've got the Welcome Back package, which is basically for everyone out there who's whinging about the fact that it went down, they're giving you free shit, so you'll shut up about it. <laughs> Now this is kind of interesting that the you know they are still offering the free um, PSN for a month. Is that right? PSN Plus, yeah. But yeah, PSN Plus because they're obviously offering PSN because it's nothing anyway. It's free, yeah. Which is yeah. why it went down because you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> so what what else do you get? Um, okay, so for people with a PS3, there's a list of five games, and you'll be able to pick two from the list. Um, the list is Little Big Planet, the original Little Big Planet, the original Infamous, obviously because Infamous Two doesn't come out till June the seventh or something. They're certainly, certainly not giving it away yet. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, in the, <laughs> maybe in the near future. Um, Wipeout okay. HD Fury. I don't know if it's Wipeout HD or Wipeout HD Fury because there's two games. Um, you can pick which one, I guess, if it's both. Um, Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty, which is the story of my life, and <laughs> I was going to say, sounds like the story of uh, Jay Z. Nah, he doesn't no. need a quest for that no. shit. It comes to him. That's right. Bitches Layer. throw their penny on the stage. And lucky number five is Dead Nation. Yeah, so it's different for the PSP, right? Yeah, well, you obviously can't play PS3 games on a PSP. Ah, true. But the um, if you have a PSP. There's four games for you to choose two from. So if you have a PS3 and a PSP, you'll actually get four free games. You don't have to like pick, oh, do I want PS3 games or PSP? The PSP ones are Little Big Planet for the PSP, Mod Nation Races for the PSP, Pursuit Force, and Killzone Liberation. So personally, I'll be um, going for Little Big Planet and Dead Nation on the PS3. And Modern Nation Races and Pursuit Force on my PSP since I'm getting Killzone off you, Luke. Yep. And I already have a little big planet for PSP, so yeah. There's a lot of people out there who've already got all these games, and so they're shitty about it. Yeah. Well, they are kind of old games. Yeah. Which is a bit of a pain, but they wouldn't give away their their games that would still sell. Yeah. So yeah, these things happen. I it's guess. Like some people are saying, it'd be better if they were giving like say $30 of credit to your PlayStation wallet so you can buy your own choices of stuff True. which is also kind of good because it, it gets people in the um, in the act of buying stuff from the store which would be which would make sense but at least with these ones they're not losing a specific amount of money because by this point all of those games because they are big games that have by now made their money so you know, I'm sure Sony would have gone to these developers and said we need, you know, 10 million codes or 20 million codes or whatever. Well, they're all um, f- first-party games, I think. So really, uh, yeah, I think they are. But the developing companies, you know, would have uh, probably been a bit pissed if they wouldn't get a kickback from it, even though it's, you know, it's more advertising for them. So, yeah, and except for a couple of them, most of them are actual first games in series. Well, I think so, Ratchet and Clank's 
Um, there's going to be a new Ratchet and Clank, I think. I'm not too sure about that, yeah. but there's obviously Little Big Planet Two came out this year, and Infamous Two is coming out. Yeah. So that's and Killzone Liberation on the PSP. It's all kind of advertising for the games that they've got out that that's are new right. anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I can sympathise with the people who've already got these games and they're spewing because they aren't really getting shit out of this except for the PlayStation Plus. Yeah. They'll get over it. Exactly. Within a month or two, people will be over it anyway. They'll be like, won't even have remembered it except for the Xbox. They'll be like, well, remember that right. time five, fifteen years ago when the PS3 <laughs> went down? That's right. That's why I wouldn't buy a PS4. <laughs> because you can't trust yeah, exactly. them. Exactly. Even though you'll be able to control satellites with it, I still don't want to do it <laughs> well, in you case can, my PSN goes down. You can cure cancer with the PS3 with folding at home, which is an app on nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Just good. go cure some. Good. Yeah. Why don't they stop? See if everyone stopped whinging and console warring. And they all just bought PS3s. Maybe we'd cure cancer. That's right. Why wasn't there somebody who brought out a, uh, a version of um, George Michael's song? Don't let your PSN go down on me. That's so fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> it's good to know that the PSN is back online. I mean, it, it's it's a good thing. So you know, at this point, and I, I know you did mention it in last week's episode, but uh, you know. It's it's only going to be a good thing. It's only going to push the um, level of uh, securities, and it's going to push the um, you know, stability of the platforms and all that kind of mm. stuff to a better ranking. So you know, it's it's all good. Well, and you know it's it's a real shame for a lot of people, but now that it's back online, hopefully it's uh, you know a lot better. There there is just one more or two more quick things. There's there's a few people out there who've got PSN Plus who are a bit sore because of the announcement that everyone gets 30 days free PSN Plus and people who are already subscribed to it only get that they will actually existing PSN Plus subscribers will get 60 day subscription for free not just the 30 well, that's a good idea so yeah moving right exactly. along so there's been some information about Modern Warfare 3 there was a teaser trailer that came out only a few days ago now which is basically you know exactly the same as the original teaser trailer for um black ops and actually i don't know if there was one for black ops like this but there was for modern warfare 2 anyway it's just the green you know little wave thing that goes across the screen and it follows a few voices and then that's the end of it and it's gripping to be honest it's gripping yeah i just personally i can't wait and for this game to come out i don't even play call of duty and Man, I got half a bar just watching that little <laughs> green line. Yeah, well, that's right. Hopefully, so. uh, just waiting for it to flatline. I, I honestly <laughs> think that you know, Call of Duty is fucking done. You know, if you look at... Unless there's a major, major upgrade between what Black Ops is and what you know, MW3 will be, from all of the trailers, all the videos, everything that's come out so far about Battlefield... Uh, three, yep. that is giving me just you know I'm I'm all moist in the pants for that, but for this I just you know I just don't care unless there's a major upgrade. <laughs> Onion came out with a really good trailer which I thought was pretty good, and hopefully it actually sticks to that because that would be a little bit different. But <laughs> no, that'll be dull. <laughs> that'll be boring as fuck. 
it would still sell a hundred bajillion copies though. Oh yeah. So, but I'm just I don't know the I'm I'm kind of getting over that whole you know fantasy style of uh, you know grand you know mod uh, you know world ending events and all that kind of shit. That's why I like Battlefield now because that's you know more of what they do. They stick to the storylines. They stick to the actual possibilities. Um, yeah, so I don't know I'm sure it'll sell cost. a million copies a million trillion yeah. bajillion yeah, like at right. least eight zeros on a one exactly and that kind of brings us into the next topic which is the EB Games Expo now I can imagine that you know there'll be a lot of Modern Warfare stuff at the Expo um, yeah but nerds wearing Modern Warfare 2 t-shirts that's right but this is going to be really <laughs> really fun um, I was very very lucky to go to the, well, I shouldn't say I was lucky to go. I was extremely sneaky to sneak into the EB Games uh, Managers Conference last year. Um, the trade show, the, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The the GCAP was on at the same time, which is the um, the Game Developers Association of Australia do their kind of annual Game Developers Conference. And, Game um, Connect Asia Pacific, is that it? Yes, that's the one. All the over. And. Um, yeah, I mean, that that was held at the same time, at the same place as the trade show. And I was just wandering around the um, Gold Coast Convention Centre and just wandered in and spent about half a day just walking around looking at all these amazing games that, you know, some of them hadn't even been discussed yet. Yeah, and so for everyone out there... Heaps of stuff. Everyone out there who doesn't get tickets to this year's EB Games Expo, you could have just snuck in last year for free. That's right. This year, I think it's going to be a very different story. There's going to be heaps of security, and there'll be a lot of people there. So, well, the way that they're doing it, the way that I've read that they're doing it is they're breaking it up into three sessions, yep. and each session is going to be basically the same in terms of um, presentations and stuff, because there's going to be developer presentations, and then all that kind of stuff, and then the trade sh- show floor obviously with all the games for people to try out and everything and um, the three sessions it'll basically be you buy your ticket for $30 for the normal tickets or $100 for VIP and your ticket is valid for one session only so you go in see the presentations see the trade show floor and then basically at the end of each session they clear out the trade floor everyone gets the hell out and then let the next group through so I mean that's kind of annoying if you don't manage to get to see everything in time that's right but yeah. at the same time it allows for more people to go through because obviously exactly as big as the gold coast convention center is you really want to get as many people through as possible and i think that's a pretty fair way to do it there's it's obviously going to be pretty massive but not so massive on the scale that it would be ridiculous for you to even imagine being able to see everything i think you'll be able to yeah. get through as long as you don't sit there watching Modern Warfare 3 teaser trailers for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, what they did last year, it was um, it was 20 minutes, I believe. I wasn't timing it, but it felt about 20 minutes. And they had all these different stands set up. Um, and pretty much you'd get 20 minutes at each section. And then there'd be a loudspeaker saying, your group is about to move to the next section. There was like 8 or 10 people in a group. And you'd go from you know sitting down, or there was like a, a move area 
and you had all the different move games set up and then there was 3D games set up and you know things like that so you'd move from one you'd go to the next section and then the next group would rotate into those positions they had a few you know people talking about you know what was on show and what they could do and what you could see and what games were here Man. and then you'd move to the next one with the move uh, stuff how could you just how could you stop playing bocce after only 20 minutes <laughs> well it was strange because they had a whole area of connect which was set up into three different areas and there was no one there areas. And no, well, they were moving through, obviously, but they had things like, um, you know, Dance Central on one stage, and then you'd move to the to the next, and they were talking about, uh, you know, how are you going to be able to control it um, for movies and stuff like that, and you know, then you'd go to the next section, and they had um, you know, a couple of different games set up over there, but then you'd go to an area which was like cordoned off, and it had um, there was things like uh, an LA Noir preview. And they had a whole behind-the-scenes video and a lot of stuff that you can actually see on YouTube now yep. was being shown in those kind of areas. Then there was like a Duke Nukem area where they could you know, have a bit of a hands-on with Duke Nukem game and you know, all those types of things. Then um, and there was just a few little sections that you could go to, but you were being moved on like cattle the whole time. And there was only enough time to actually pick it up and have a bit of a play. And it did seem a little bit strange because I didn't even notice this for a while, but I just wandered between different places and you know there seemed I realised after a little while that they were actually you know in groups and I was just wandering in and out of groups and just going and sticking my head in these little you know cordoned off sections and have a bit of a peek around and you know went and played uh, you know the demo that has you know, obviously come out now seeing the game has of uh, Dragon Age uh, 2 yeah. went and played that for about 10 minutes and then I just got bored so I walked over and played the next game and then I got bored and walked <laughs> and played another game and yeah that, that was kind of fun so it is worth it you know for 30 bucks even oh. getting you know four hours in there will be worth it so you know just keep an eye out for it and you know I'd say pick up tickets and you will be able to meet the Drop Bear Gaming crew while we're there as well because luckily it's in our home state yeah, and if it's so, if you do come up, and if you're over eighteen, you can hit the casino with us afterwards. I'm aiming, yes. I'm aiming for the Saturday afternoon session, if there is one. I don't know what the session times are, but I like the idea of the Saturday afternoon one because then I can uh, go straight from there to the casino across the road, check yep. in for a room for the night, and then hit the casino floor. So I'll go from the video game trade show floor to the casino floor. Thank you very Sounds much. Sounds very good to me. It'll be a night of gaming and losing yeah, money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's our plans for then. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Um, Saturday daylight, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., so six hours. And then nice. Saturday twilight, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So those are the nice. three sessions, six hours each. There'll be things like international game developers doing presentations... The um, they've got like cosplay competition on the Sunday, World Cyber Games National Final yeah. on the Saturday, and then they've got like which would be pretty fun. They've got like a motocross show as well, so you can like yeah. see motorbikes doing tricks with crazy mofo's riding around on them. That'd be Sunday night, wouldn't? Or Saturday um, night? I think they it? do it once for each session. Oh, okay. It's all on the Facebook page. Actually, on ebexpo.com.au, they've got a little video that's well. Um, the the main website's not fully functional yet, but it's got a little video and it's got frequently asked questions. Basically, um, VIP tickets for each six-hour session cost $99.95, Australian, obviously. You get red carpet entry, ooh-la-la, la, 
<laughs> priority seating to all arena events. Express access to selected games inside the exhibition so you don't have to wait in line with the smelly um, non-VIP peasants. <laughs> um, VIP awesome. viewing area for the exhibition grand finale. Uh, VIP lanyard with an individual. Yeah. They're all individually numbered. You got a VIP show bag with limited edition Game Informer magazine. So it'll just be the Game Informer with a different front cover. Yeah, it'll be like dipped in gold or something. Hot semen. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> here we go. Backstage. Backstage access to media interview recordings. So you'll be able to sit in on like Top Bear Gaming interviews if we organise any. <laughs> <laughs> Um, subject to availability and more features of the VIP experience will be announced soon oh and you get a souvenir green screen photo which is like the Duke Nukem things that we got at um at Supernova so yeah basically it's 30 bucks for the um, general admission 100 bucks for VIP and if there's any tickets left on the day which I sincerely doubt they're going to cost $32 so if you want to save yourself 2 bucks do it early and there will be pass outs that's just a great little bit for you to know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to go out for a durry. I don't know anything else about it, like in terms of um, what kind of free shit you'll expect to be able to get there. But I'm sure there'll be plenty of free crap for people to pick up and hold in front of their friends who didn't get to go. That's right. So that should be fun. Mm-hmm. So anyway, get your asses along because it will be great, and you'll be able to meet the the crew from the podcast and from the, yep. the uh, Drop Bear Gaming website and it's the first time in Australia for something of that scale in terms of video games so yeah. make history and get on board right. I think there's only like a total of about 17,000 tickets or something not a hell of a lot yeah get on board yeah so it'll be worthy oh it's in October anyway. sorry <laughs> October 15th and 16th yeah that's true yep so, <laughs> anyway so enough of that um There'll probably be more information of that when the site goes live. Who knows as things progress. Um, hopefully, we might even be able to do something more official for it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be keeping very close to the EB guys for that. So anyway, be on all up on them and shit. That's exactly right. I'll let them uh, touch you. Have me on their lap. <laughs> um, You'll have them on your lap. Oh, either way, that's how you get mind. real tickets. That's right. You got tickets on yourself, mate. Hey, Thanks. Um, <laughs> so there's uh, the Gears of War 3 beta just finished beta beat it whatever um, just finished and it was up for a month a lot of people had a massive time with it I personally thought it sucked ass wasn't very interested in the multiplayer but I am very interested in playing the single player and so would I you think... say that it's beta or worse uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> nah but seriously no. it's probably worse yeah, it probably will be. Nah, um, doesn't interest me really. I mean, Gears of War is a fun game, but I'm not exactly going to shit my pants in excitement for it. No. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I am really looking forward to the single player because I have enjoyed very much the first one. The second one got a little lame in some bits, but it was still a pretty good story. So this one, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, the pack, which I am kind of interested in, but it's on the expensive side, and they seem to be doing this... You know, they bring out like two or three special editions nowadays. So this is the um, the epic edition of Gears of War 3. It's been released now. It's $198. Uh, sorry, the information's been released now. $198 <laughs> through the EB store. 
and I bargain heard somewhere that it, this is actually going to be uh, exclusive to EB, but I'm yep. not con- not confirmed on that yep, one. Yep, it is. So it says it on the EB site. Oh, there you go. So, firstly, it comes out with a limited edition Marcus Phoenix statue, which actually looks pretty cool. And for that price, it's not too bad if it's actually a decently made statue. So it's PVC. Out good products because yeah, well, that's going to be the problem. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. It's PVC. Yeah, exactly. But you know, they're all PVC. All those yeah. statues that you get, but whatever. That you get it's with pretty them, yeah. cool. Exactly. So it's um it's twenty eight centimeters high, which looks like it'll be pretty good. So it's, it'll you know look pretty decent up on a a uh, mantelpiece, I suppose. There. And it weighs one point seven kilos kilograms, which That's is three point right. seven pounds for the people who have no idea what metric is, <laughs> which means you can use it as a weapon. That's right. Yeah. So look out. Yeah. But it comes with a few other things. There's a limited edition, uh, you know, Octus Award box, the Octus Service Medal, um, the Adam Phoenix multiplayer character is opened as soon as you get it, um, and there's some family mementos as well. And a big Plus flag. Plus you get a cog flag, yeah. which would be kind of interesting. Those last few things are all in the limited edition as well as the epic edition. The limited edition's 130 from EB Games, yep. and the epic's 100. What is it? Two hundred, basically. Yeah. So two hundred bucks. So yeah. for your extra seventy bucks, you get the statue and then a book, an art book. And, yeah, art and design book. So, which has just got ninety-six pages of uh, interviews and photos and concept art and yeah. a few kind of behind-the-scene type things. Yeah, so, pretty standard so, art book. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that'll be worth it. So, and you, you get a few extras as well, like a retro lancer and some stuff for the actual multiplayer as well. So, just some oh, skins yeah. and whatnot. The retro lancer is a um, bayonet, mm-hmm. so yeah. you get to stab people in the face. Hopefully, this game That's makes right. it through the classification board. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. It'll be the same as the other two. I can't see it getting too much different. From the beta, it didn't really make too much of a difference. From what I saw, it was just very similar to the second one. Yeah, what? So you um, can't rip I people's mean, the, arms off? <laughs> it may be just my untrained eye. You know, possibly I just you know, took it on face value. But uh, for people yeah. who were probably a lot more into the Gears of War franchise, then uh, it might have been an absolute releva- re- revelation. Revelation. <laughs> the classification board will be like, "What? I've already seen this game. Put it through." <laughs> exactly. Why are they bringing this back? Anyway, so. <laughs> Why didn't they do that, that with Mortal Kombat 9, the new one? That's right. They should have just gave him the old one, because it's the same name. The old Super NES one. Yep. Would have been a much Just be like, idea. this is the game we're releasing, it's called Mortal Kombat. It's going to be released <laughs> for the Super Nintendo, the Xbox 360, and the PS3. <laughs> but we'll just let you have a look. at. They're all the same, don't worry about it, just check out the yeah, Super Nintendo the Super one. Here's the Super NES one. Yeah. Boom. It's pretty good. At least then everyone That's gets right. time to buy it before it gets banned, like Manhunt. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and GTA, yep. GTA three. Anyway, so that pretty much just wraps up our news. As we said, it was going to be a pretty quick episode. Um, we have made a change to the way re- we record, so hopefully you've actually noticed a bit of a difference in that. In sound quality, yeah, the quality should be a lot better. So, anyway, that pretty much wraps up the show. This is the week that La Noir is being released, and like I said before, this is going to be a massive game. Have a bit of a look out for it, and if you get your chance to grab it, please do, because it is supporting a, uh, a fantastic franchise and an Australian company. So get on board, and let's do what we can to, to help the guys out down here. Mm-hmm. And as I said 
in um, one of the uh, the little articles that I've done that uh, you know this is going to put these guys on the map. So it's going to put a lot of Australian developers in the limelight. So hopefully we can uh, you know jump on the back of this and, and ride mm-hmm. the wave. Yep. So I think it's a great thing. Well, while we're on the topic of Australian developers, like you mentioned before, Tin Man Games have released um, the sixth Game Book Adventures book, which is called The Wizard of Tanith Tor. Ah, uh, yeah, you're all over it. Um, That's me. So to celebrate, they've got all of the games, all of the Game Book Adventure books on sale. I don't know how long the sale is for. Do you know? A week? No, it didn't no. say. It's just a limited time. Yeah, well, just go buy them straight away, and if they cost anything, whatever, pay it. Yeah, two ninety nine. Because it's awesome. So two ninety nine US. So I'd probably assume yep. they're about three fifty Australian. It's three ninety nine Australian. Oh, okay. There you go. Instead of uh, yes, seven ninety nine. So yeah, still worth it though. They're they're a good read, and the beauty of them is that there's replayability in them as well, which is good. You can make different choices. Um, as I mentioned, I have been trying to read through them, and when I first read the first book, I did it on my iPhone. Now I'm doing it on the iPad. I've actually died a couple of times, and it's it's frustrating me. <laughs> Must be just bad dice rolls. Just I don't know what's going on. There, learn but... to play, man. Learn to play. Yeah, maybe. You just shit. Maybe I'll see. You. I'll I'll get in contact with Neil and see if he can give me any cheats. Yeah, dude. Tell us the way <laughs> to get to the end. That's right. I just want anyway. to read the first page and then finish it. <laughs> Tell me how I do that. <laughs> Anyway. I just want to read all the pages without dying. <laughs> give me the give me the god mode cheat. That's right. <laughs> so if you want to win a copy of the sixth game book, go on to our website and have a look for the post about Game Book Adventures Book Six. There's a little picture. Leave a what is it? Leave a caption or comment. Yeah, leave about a uh, a comment on the uh, on the picture there. Yeah, it's a bit uh, a la the Game Taco websites caption this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. thanks for that idea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so shout-outs? Yeah. Um, I don't really have any shout-outs this week. I guess I'll give a shout-out to the um, to the Tin Man Games guys, Ben and, and Neil. Thank you for coming on last week. That was good. Champions. And, uh, yeah. I would actually like to give a shout-out to John Ison who's a friend of ours from America who does um, the Gamer for Life podcast over there. Have, have, have a look out for it. He's very knowledgeable and the team at Gamer for Life are actually pretty good. So, shout out to John. I'll give a shout out to Lil Cosa, just for shits and giggles. He goes alright. <laughs> and um, just, you know, the people that I know, that I know. Everyone out That's there right. who's been waiting to play on the PSN, this one's for you. Or some out, yeah. <laughs> For your now alive yeah. homies, get on board. Good on you. Play, play your That's PS3, right. dust it off, crank that shit up, and have fun and enjoy your free games and stop the hating, man. Life's too short. Yeah, why can't we all just get along consoles? Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that'll be our quick episode. We hope you enjoyed the quickness. <laughs> There's no new iTunes reviews, so we'll just leave it at that. Blam. That's right. Follow us on Twitter at DropBearGaming, at Asmareth1, and at BQ410. That's me. Oh, and at Susie Kate, even though she's not here. Oh, yes. Sorry, Susie Kate, we missed you. Yep. Anyway, we're going to love you and leave you. Enjoy Alain Noir this week. Have fun. Talk to you soon. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.